Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's episode is made possible thanks to the generosity from 8-year-old Maria who lives all the way over in Japan. Maria saved her chore and birthday money to donate. Thank you so much, Maria. Today, we continue our Exodus series. This is part 18 and is called, I Spy With My Little Eye. This comes from Exodus chapter 32 and Numbers chapters 13 and 14. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scripture yourself, including what is appropriate for your family. If you've missed the Exodus series, I'd highly recommend you go back and listen as they build upon each other. Right now, I'm going to do a very quick recap. Let's rewind briefly. Listeners, remember we started way, way back with Moses just a little baby. Then, growing up, and telling Pharaoh to let God's people go. God had heard his people crying out for help, and he was sending Moses to lead them out of Egypt. God sent the plagues, and the people were set free. But not for long. Pharaoh and his army of chariots quickly chased after them. Pleased with themselves, the Egyptians thought they were going to conquer the Israelites. But God parted the Red Sea. On dry ground, the Israelites crossed. But as soon as the Egyptians began to cross, the walls of water rushed back together. God had provided a way out. The Israelites traveled in the desert on the way to the promised land. God told them he would give them. God made it rain manna and meat for them, provided miraculous water, and last week we heard God giving Moses the Ten Commandments. Their journey has not been easy. Lots of grumbling could be heard, but God was with them each step of the way. These stories have been full of twists and turns, which you must go back and listen to if you've missed. But, for now, we are briefly caught up. Let's begin today's story. Moses had received the Ten Commandments and was on his way back down the mountain. While Moses was gone, the people down below became restless, impatient. Oh, 
What was taking Moses so long? They'd had enough. Running to Aaron, they said. Oh, Aaron, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses fella, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become of him. Yeah, come on, Aaron. Well, um... Aaron said to them, Take off your rings of gold that are uh, in the ears of your wives and your sons and your daughters and, and um, bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. Aaron shaped and chiseled and chiseled and shaped until he made this gold into a golden calf. Yep, you heard that right, listeners. They just made themselves a pretend god. A calf? Instead of worshiping God, they put their golden calf idol in his place. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listeners, did those earrings they just shaped into a golden calf save them? Bring them out of Egypt? No. Of course not. Who actually saved them? God. That's right. Do you think Moses will be happy to see this when he returns? Mm-mm, absolutely not. We just learned the first commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me. And the second is, do not make an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth below or in the waters below. Well, it did not take them too long to disobey that rule. Sounds like God knew this might happen. That's why he warns us. Moses reached the bottom of the mountain, and as soon as he came near the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, Moses's anger burned hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made and burned it with fire, ground it into powder, and scattered it on the water and made the people of Israel drink it. They stayed in the desert at Sinai about two years before they continued their journey. That's a long time. To some, it seemed like forever ago that they left Egypt. But putting one foot in front of the other, they continued following Moses. We will fast forward to the place they have dreamt of for so long. The whole purpose of their journey to reach the promised land. 
you will hear this land called Canaan. Finally, they are close. They stop just a bit south of Canaan, in the wilderness of Paran. There the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the people of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a chief among them. Moses obeyed God and sent twelve men to spy out the land of Canaan. He said to them, Go up into Negev, into the hill country, and see what the land is. See whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or they are many, and whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Are the cities that they dwell in in camps, or are they protected with walls? See whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are trees in it or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit back from that land. The time was the season of the first ripe grapes. Obeying Moses, the men went up and spied out the land. Quietly, they went about, sneaking around bushes, tiptoeing over the ground so as not to be seen or heard. When they came to the valley of Eshkol, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes. But these weren't just any normal grapes. They were so big that the men carried it on a pole between the two of them. They also brought some pomegranates and figs. Mm, mm, mm. At the end of 40 days, they returned from spying out the land. They told Moses and Aaron and all of the people of Israel what they had seen there and showed them the delicious fruit they had found. We came to the land to which you sent us, and it flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. Wow! However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And besides, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And the Amalekites! They dwell in the land of Negev, and the Hittites, and Jebusites, and... The Amorites dwell in the hill country, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea, along the Jordan. Listeners, remember the Amalekites? We heard them attack the Israelites just a few stories ago. Basically, what the spies are reporting is that there are a lot of their enemies living in this land. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Shh, settle down now. Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome them. Then the men who had gone up with him 
scoffed at him, saying, No, we are not able to go up against those people, for they are stronger than we are. So they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy out is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw in it are of great height. Yeah, and there we saw the Nephilim, and, and, and we just seemed like grasshoppers to them. After hearing this report, the group raised a loud cry and wept that night. All the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron, saying, Oh, would that we had died in the land of Egypt, or, or that we had died in this, this wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Would it not be better for us to just go back to Egypt? Listeners, how do you think they feel right now? Scared. Nervous. Yeah, it sounds like it. Let's continue. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the people of Israel. Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all, The land which we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land. We will devour them. Their protection is gone, but the Lord, he is with us. Don't be afraid of them. Then the whole group said to stone them with stones. But the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all of the people of Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will this people despise me? And how long will they not believe in me, in spite of all the signs that I have done among them. Moses prays to God and asks for forgiveness for the people. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned them according to your word, but truly, as I live and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the men who have seen my glory and my signs that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not obeyed my voice. They shall not see the land that I swore to give to their fathers, and none of those who despise me shall see it. Not one shall come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except Caleb and Joshua. 
but your little ones I will bring into the promised land, and they shall know the land that you have rejected. The days in which you spied out the land was forty days, so you shall wander in the wilderness now for forty years, and you shall know my displeasure. I, the Lord, have spoken. Well, everyone, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Finally, they are near the promised land. So close, in fact, that they were told to send 12 spies to check out the land God had promised them. Who were the two men that came back with a good report of the land? Say their names out loud. Joshua. Caleb. Very good. Some of you may even be named after them. God had promised them this land. Does God keep his promises? Yes. However, the other ten spies said, We are not able to go up against these people, for they are stronger than we are. I imagine Caleb looking at these ten spies and thinking, So what? Don't you remember God's word? How he walked through the Red Sea and, and spent two and a half years in the desert with God as he provided us with miraculous food? But in the end, the people cry and moan because they doubt God's promise. Because of their unbelief, Will they get to enter the promised land? No. No. They will have to wander in the desert for 40 years. God was still patient with them and cared for them as they wandered for 40 years until the generation of unbelievers was gone. After this, the next generation, their children, they would be the ones God would bring in to enjoy the promised land. The land flowing with milk and honey. This week, talk with your family about some promises God has given us and how some of these are easy to see and others may not be. Kind of like that bad report the ten spies brought back. Yes, what they saw with their eyes was true. Joshua and Caleb didn't deny this, but they also remembered the truth of God's promise. Now, if God had never made this promise and they themselves made it up, well, then they would be foolish. But God had told them this before, that he would give this land to the people of Israel. So Joshua and Caleb walked by faith and not by sight. I hope you enjoy discussing this with your family this week. Thank you all again so much for listening. In this week's iTunes review, I want to say thank you so much to CAP193848. Thank you for taking the time to write your review. 
Make sure to tune in next week to hear the ending of our series. We are so close. After 40 years of wandering in the desert, they finally get ready to go into the sweet promised land. Tune in next week to hear this story. And, as always, bye for now.